the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Supreme Court saying yesterday nothing really changes for right now concerning the access to a widely used abortion pill. Correspondent Mark Sherman. All the court was doing was ruling on that very narrow issue. It wasn't saying anything at all about medication abortion or mifepristone, just whether the status quo, the situation that exists today, should remain in place while the legal case continues first in the Fifth Circuit, the Court of Appeals based in New Orleans, and then potentially at the Supreme Court. Gasoline prices continue to rise around the nation, though barely. Average price for a gallon of regular, three sixty-eight. That is up two cents from last week. A year ago, we were paying four twelve. Oil prices fell this week amid ongoing market concerns about future interest rate increases. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Corporate America has lost touch with America. My friend Dennis Prager weighs in. Do not buy Bud. Do not buy Anheuser-Busch beers. All this and more. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Stay tuned. Another full hour of the headline edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg. Inside your 2 o'clock hour this Saturday afternoon on AM 1280 The Patriot. But first, a look at your weather. Tonight's low reaching 30 degrees, cloudy skies leading into Sunday. Partly sunny, high in the mid-40s. Check out SalemNewsChannel.com. SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that loves America and isn't afraid to admit it. SalemNewsChannel.com. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Real quick, what? He did what? Rosnowski filed a grievance with with the Public Employees Union against me? For what? For what? I, I'm not even a member of the union. I'm not even part of the government. What is Rosnowski doing filing union grievances against me? I, I, I don't care if he said because... What, what's the, what are the charges? Genocide. Genocide for talking about the DFL, a public employees union charge of genocide. Does the union even cover that? Oh, crime. I'm supposed to be on the air. I'll be right back. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act. Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, which is myself, uh, Brad Carlson, heard tomorrow from 1 to 3. Jack Tomzak coming up in an hour here right now, coming up uh, 3 to 5, as he does every Saturday, live here in the studio, I believe, with a cast of thousands. And, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11, live from St. Cloud, the hub of world economic thinking. And it shows when you listen to the show. Check out the entire Northern Alliance radio network every weekend. Eight hours of broadcasting that more than makes up for the rest of the Twin Cities media. Although if you were to put us on the air, say, five days a week, three hours a day, that would be cool, too. At any rate, uh, that's me, Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. If you need more uh, content, check uh, us out. That's me and my uh, co-writers, Mr. D, uh, Jeff, and uh, First Ringer. uh, Write five days a week, every day, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, i got some cool stuff coming up there, too. Anyway, so one of the things I do, because... I'm a benevolent despot, is I listen to a lot of vapid, trite radio, 
radio is, and I said this earlier on social media, radio in a lot of ways, especially talk radio, but AM radio in general is the first great love of my life. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I had crushes on girls, but the first great lo- of love of my life was radio, specifically AM radio, which doesn't mean I don't listen to a lot of garbage on the radio. Like, for example, I listened to Janine Garofalo trying to do a talk show. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, somebody who one of the few people in the world who couldn't go to Al Franken and say, dude, you don't belong on the radio. Janine Garofalo, yuck. Uh, worst radio ever, except for Mark Maron. Uh, most, by the way, also most any audio essay by David Sedaris. Um, just about every local show on AM 950 from uh, Nick Coleman to Wendy Wilde, remember her, to, uh, oh, our good friends Tommy and Steve, <laughs> all the way to Barton McNabb or whatever his name is. Uh, just lots of dreadful stuff I listen to, partly because I am full of schadenfreude at people who do terrible radio. <laughs> what can I say? And partly because uh, I just like to know what people are doing to my beloved radio band, the AM band. Uh, now, this isn't AM particularly, but I'm not sure I've heard anything quite, how do I put this, quite as stomach-pumpingly vacuous as a something I heard this past week as I was driving across the Northern Plains. I should point out, last weekend I did a tape show, tape, kids ask your parents, maybe grandparents, I don't know. Uh, I, I did a show, uh, reco- a pre-recorded show because my band had a gig out west. We'll talk about that later on in the hour here. Uh, and then I went up to North Dakota to visit my father and, and do some other business. But uh, so I, I spent a little bit of time listening to the radio. Not much, just a little. And because I now have working Bluetooth in my car, so I can actually listen to podcasts and streaming and, and music that I like. And I don't have to be looking for a decent radio station out in the hinterlands, which is good because there aren't many left. Anyway, I listened to this two-year-old episode of a show called Radio Lab, which is an NPR broadcast that combines just an impressive, oppressive, impressively oppressive amount of, what do I call this? I mean, the, the best word for it is cutesy sound editing with a programming lineup that really just captures all the lows of this American life with none of this American life's occasional highs. It's, it's, this, this was a rebroadcast from literally two years ago when the COVID pandemic had come and for most of us had gone. Uh, but was still leaving the world sort of a, a dystopian hellscape for, what do we say, the organically fed, fashionably angsty members of the laptop class that work for and listen to National Public Radio. I think I summed it up fairly well there. Uh, and in this broadcast, the, how do I describe them, plush bottom yoo-hoos in the studio seem to have wiped the avocado toast off their mouth and, and seem to be trying to strain to make the case that the years 2020 and 2021, and the broadcast came out at the end of 2021, uh, that those two years were candidates to be horrible years in history as compared to 536 A.D. Now, during the pandemic, I talked at great length about how even within living memory, there have been so many years that were so much worse than 2020 and 2021. And I'm not shortchanged. I'm not saying, I'm not one of the crowd that says the, the COVID pandemic was a pandemic and a scam completely uh, or that it didn't cause immense damage. It, it killed or played a role in killing over a million Americans, well over a million Americans and many millions around the world. It would be blasphemous to minimize the fact that it caused the damage it did. Not as blasphemous as using science, not as much a moral atrocity as using science to uh, pseudoscience to cover it up, but that's another story. But they wanted to make the case, or at least they kept chirping around the edges of the case, that 2020 and 2021 were as horrible as not just the years that we talked about during the pandemic, genuinely horrific years in human history, like, say, 1942 when extermination camps started working in earnest with the process of industrial murder, Uh, like 1937 when tens of millions of Russians 
Soviet citizen or subjects disappeared without a trace. Like yeah, 1942, when <laughs> Nazism was at its high water mark and the final solution was just shifting into high gear. Like 1918, well, really all the years, 1915 through 1918, when the, the Western civilization was focused on killing itself off and largely succeeded. And then uh, a pandemic that made COVID, as bad as it was, look like childhood sniffles, the, the 1918 flu, the Spanish flu, as it used to be called, or what the hosts of Radiolab uh, called, and, and agreeing with a lot of historians, the worst year in history, 536 A.D., when something or some confluence of things, a bunch of volcanoes or, or comet dust or something, blotted out a good chunk of the world's sunlight for years, which caused a chain reaction of things that... Frankly, we're not ready for things like crop failures around the whole world, like famines, like plagues as hungry rats who were not finding anything to eat in the field started invading food storage and being in close proximity to humans, bringing their little fleas, which brought the bubonic plague to the West. Uh, And by the way, wars as people fought for whatever food was left, which led to the death of perhaps 20 percent of the population of the whole planet at the time. You heard that right. One in five humans died in the events that started in 536 A.D. But, hey, COVID's pretty bad, too, right? Uh, I, I posted a link to the, 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 the show, and it's you have to hear it for yourself. And I'll forgive you if you don't want to or care to. That's fine. Uh, but here's the trick. You listen to it. You can almost feel like you're sitting in a, a breakfast place on Eat Street. Listen to a bunch of, I don't know millennial or Gen Z non-profiteers whining about how the lack of rent control is genocide. It's enough to make you think maybe national public radio should maybe start funding itself. Uh, It's, by the way, they earnestly declare they're neither national nor public, as the Babylon Bee told us this past week, which is an interesting trick. Uh, And so, we'll talk about that here. The, the, The level to which the media, the self sort of self-referential echo chambery cocoon that is the modern American media has created, not from whole cloth, but from some fairly thin gruel, an alternate reality that does not only not match the reality that you and I face in our real world, but that doesn't, that, that any human who's ever lived in the last 10,000 years would look at and, and pelt them with rocks and garbage if they were to say it to their face, which, of course, they never do. Uh, let's go to the phones in St. Paul. Uh, Mike, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Hey, Mitch. Uh, just going back to psychological maladies. Um, don't know if you were able to catch the state of the fake address uh, this week, but Clink, Commander Clink, Colonel Clink, it's no longer <laughs> cut back. Uh, Master Sergeant Clink, I believe, was his actual rank. Yeah, the the person that we have residing in a seventeen thousand dollar mansion Bingo. a month is he's he's more dangerous. Clink was a buffoon, so I'm thinking that you got to come up with something. Uh, did you see this guy bant like puffing up like a banty rooster? Oh I mean, yeah, he's getting. He's getting aggressive. Uh, I mean, even uh, starting to drop, you know, low-level cuss words uh, oh, yeah. to enhance his, uh, <laughs> his aggressiveness. Somebody put it out very well. Uh, the state of the state. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Representative Garofalo post on social media. This state of the oh, state. He's always good. He's great. He had one of the best lines <laughs> ever. This this uh, spe- state of the state speech showed that the governor misses living in Washington, D.C., and desperately wants to go back. He, he looks like he's there, – there have been people who are talking about him uh, running for president, which is just hilarious because he's, he's, he's more thin-skinned than Donald Trump in his own uh, bloated little way. And uh, the idea that, that he his complete lack of transparency is going to survive even our idiot national media is just a howler. So uh, I didn't watch That's it. That's amazing. That's amazing you said that because I literally saw some resemblances there with Trump. And where I'm going with this is um, can he 
Uh, oh, well, I want to talk about small man syndrome. I would hope you could add that to your future repertoire. We of, may get uh, that in there. Yeah, absolutely. But can he, is, is, should Miss uh, Planned Parenthood Smith or even Cloby for that matter, should they be looking in the rearview mirror here? Can he appoint himself if the unthinkable were happen and uh, Joe is back in and, he, and Cloby gets her now promised cabinet position? I don't know. I do not know the answer to that, but I will find out. I do not know if a governor can appoint himself and force a special election. I, 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 that would be interesting. I bet you Tom Zak could know that. Jack Tomzak or Brad Carlson, if, with the, if you're within the sound of my voice, uh, chime in on this here. Uh, I have no idea. That is actually a great question. And by the way, the bits and pieces I heard of Governor Klink's speech on social media, uh, you mentioned that you saw some resonances with President Trump, and I, I totally I, I get it now that you say it. But the thing that I saw, and I see this every time Governor Klink tries to come on tough on stage. I don't know how many of you saw the classic NBC sitcom The Office, episode uh, seventeen of season two. It's called Dwight's Speech, where Dwight Schrute has to give a speech to a, a paper kid, which he's terrified of speaking on stage. But someone, Jim Halpert, slips him a speech made up of quotes from Benito Mussolini and other famous dictators throughout history. And he gives this speech banging on the desk. And yelling, Blood alone moves the wheels of history. That's what Governor Klink reminds me of when he tries to get tough on the stage. And I'm not the only one. That post got a ton of likes. No, I mean a ton. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Epiphany Catholic School strives to grow your students' heart and mind to give students an education grounded in faith, knowledge, and virtue. Although educational styles change, the vision of faith-infused education never wavers. Epiphany is committed to forming students into saints and citizens for this world and the next. Epiphany Catholic School is located in Coon Rapids, serving students from pre-K through 8th grade. For more information, visit epiphanyschoolmn.org. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Severe weather damaged many homes last summer. Is yours one of them? You've still got time to inform your insurance company. Hi, I'm John with New Life Contracting, 803-5483. I'll be with you from the moment you begin this experience until the cleanup is finished. Call me, John, at 803-5483. 612 is the area code. We cover the entire Twin Cities area, 803-5483. New Life Contracting is a local company that's been helping the Twin Cities area for 26 years. We offer a lifetime warranty on your new GAF roof and 10 years on our workmanship. Call John, 803-5483. I'll provide a professional inspection, provide photos, and tell you if there's damage or not. I'm a patriot just like you. Hey, John, what's that 612 number again? 803-5483. Call today for your free roof inspection. New Life Contracting will bring new life to your property. Call 612-803-5483. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya, uh, live on SalemPodcasts.com. Uh, this is uh, the place to go for, well, Sideline Sanity. Sanity on the sidelines and everywhere else. It's Michelle Tafoya. What else do you need? Northern Alliance Radio Network. By the way, ask and you shall receive. Jack Tomczak messages me back. Wendell Anderson resigned as governor and then per page appointed him to be uh, the United States Senate. Now, so no, Governor can't uh, appoint himself uh, to the United States Senate. The Governor uh, Waltz would have to resign first. And then the, uh, uh, the uh, next governor would have to appoint them. So he could do it. Just not himself. He'd have to work out basically a conspiracy. Speaking of conspiracies, uh, Star Tribune reports six new illegal Chinese uh, Communist Party police stations have been found in the United States. Uh, the FBI has been working on shutting down at least one of the police stations, the uh, basically Chinese intelligence operations that are going out to harass and in some case kidnap Chinese dissidents uh, in America who are supposed to be safe in America. Uh, the Star Tribune reports uh, these outposts, these Chinese police stations, essentially the KGB, only in Chinese, are in San Francisco, big shock, Los Angeles, slightly bigger shock, Houston, Texas, Omaha, Nebraska, New York, New York, and Minneapolis, actually one of the suburbs of St. Paul here in Minnesota. That's according to the Star Tribune. <laughs> Okay, I keep a straight face. No, it would not be the Star Tribune. No, no. No, it was the Daily Mail. If you want good reporting about anything in Minnesota that impacts the DFL's narrative, you pretty much got to go to the Daily Mail. Still the only major newspaper outside the conservative media to have reported any significant facts about Ilhan Omar. We'll be talking more about that in coming weeks, uh, by the way. Uh, So, uh, speaking of, of, uh, of gaslighting... And stochastic terror. Uh, this one, by the way, a story I, I saw this past week goes out to everyone who noticed, um, speaking of the way that, uh, that that conservatives are gaslit in our society, told that they didn't think what they thought they thought, uh, didn't see what they thought they saw, or that they're crazy for having said what they said or believed what they believed. Uh, you ever notice, like, for example, if you watch Law & Order, every type of law and order over the last, I don't know, 20 years. show's been around for 30 years. It was first 10 were pretty good, let's be honest. But every part of the law and order franchise, uh, the you can always tell who the bad guy, the, the, the murderer is going to be because you never go wrong by picking the conservative Christian or the conservative or the Christian, but especially the conservative Christian. Uh, never anybody else. And it brought up an interesting piece. Uh, Holly, uh, Christian, uh, Christian, uh, what was the guy's name is Christian Toto uh, wrote a great, actually, no, it was Samuel James, although Christian Toto covers his beat pretty well. Uh, it was in the world this past week, the five Christians you meet in the movies, because Hollywood just isn't very creative when it comes to talking about people of faith. There are five and only five types of Christians that you run into the movies these days. Number one, the hypocrite. The classic type has appeared all over the place, from prestige dramas like There Will Be Blood to comedies like Saved. The hypocrite is usually introduced as a deeply devout character. In fact, the more devout they are, the more they quote the Bible, the more Old Testament they get, the more earnest the prayers they make, the more hypocritical the villain always turns out to be. Uh, Steven Spielberg's autobiographical drama, The Fablemans, which got a nom for Best Picture, features a teenage girl who talks about being on fire for Jesus, but it's kind of a perv. Uh, Films that feature religious hypocrites usually make irreligious or socially religiously indifferent characters the cause of their downfall. The hypocrite's faith is often tied closely to their dishonest character so as to expose that one is functionally to expose the latter. There's also the bully, like the mother in Carrie, a movie that still gives me nightmares, or the wise heretic. Oh, it's this is the ones you see. The, the, the one who's the heretic is the one that's most sympathetically portrayed. The wise heretic evolves and eventually comes to understand the key things he once believed were always wrong and never right. This does not necessarily mean the character rejects religion, only that the version of religion that uh, he discovers to be good and right is a highly, let's just say, idiosyncratic or 
not necessarily traditional one. Uh, the unfeeling elder, I mean, you remember the movie Footloose? I mean, there you go. The unfeeling el- elder. elder. Uh, but you never, and by the way, there are, are similar archetypes outside of faith. The arrogant atheist, the, the illiberal, uh, say, shall we say authoritarian secular, secularist. They're very real people. In fact, they have the majority in the Minnesota State Legislature today. Uh, but for somehow they don't pop up in movies very often. Uh, there's also the well-meaning dolt. Uh, I mean, just you know, my favorite example, the well-meaning dolt, uh, the, the, the store manager in, in uh, Superstore. Well-meaning, nice enough guy, stupid as a bag of rocks, inevitably. And it started me thinking. Last year, I started kind of a pseudo-academic study, a statistical study of race and gender characteristics in TV ads, as well as that, what do we say, the, the tone or general sense of uh, stereotype associated with these characters in TV shows and advertisements. Now, here's a spoiler for you. White males are subject to a certain stereotyping outside of ads for home improvement for sometimes where things are usually a little more even handed. Gosh, I wonder why uh, the the numbers were jarringly uniform. I mean, there seems to be an unspoken or, or who knows, maybe spoken uh, packed in the entertainment and commercial advertisement industries to portray White males as dim buffoons at best and calves at worst. Something like The Five Christians You Meet. I, I don't watch a ton of TV, but I can make out a parallel when I see it. So I found that there are five types of men. And by the way, these cover all races. So maybe we are making progress as a society. Five types of men visible on television, either in programming or in advertisements today. The first is the impotent buffoon. The most notable example of this male is the boyfriend character on most TV or streaming shows today aimed at millennials or younger zeeper types. They're, they're muling, incompetent, inevitably inferior, uh, the inferior in whatever relationship they're in, whether he knows it or not. Uh, the first crisis in the plot inevitably shows him to be about as useful as a, I don't know, a set of debate notes in front of Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. Is also the husband, by the way, in most TV ads these days, just some dim little schlub who's married to a woman, by the way, who's way out of his league. And in many cases with kids who are also much, much smarter than dad, which is interesting because uh, if you see the few ads out there, and, and by the way, they've largely disappeared, uh, where, where ads that are aimed primarily uh, at products that men buy. Home improvement ads are a great ex- uh, example of an exception to the rule. It used to be beer ads where... Women were portrayed as, well, gorgeous stereotypes, perhaps sexist in its own way. But the idea that men consider women to be desirable, whereas for ads for products reaching out to women, uh, or products where the women do most of the buying, men are, or husbands in particular are portrayed as uh, impotent dolts, which tells us something of either what advertisers think about society or what they want people to think about society. Uh, and by the way, this is not even a, a this is starting to extend uh, extend across uh, races. By the way, I mean you you look at that uh, ad for We Buy Any Cars where the the, the black fella, the boyfriend or husband in the relationship, uh, sits in the car and yaps away about getting a, a pedicure while uh, wife or girlfriend goes in and makes the sale. Yeah, I mean the buffoon. Uh, the number two, the d bag. These are, by the way, the people that the jocks in every John Hughes uh, teen exploitation movie grew up to t- to be. Uh, favorite example was the partner FBI agent in the, uh, frankly, often excellent Christina Applegate vehicle, uh, Dead to Me. Youngish guy went to school on a, uh, to an Ivy League school on a lacrosse scholarship because, of course, uh, and and by the way, was inevitably uh, brought put in his place by, well, the woman, which. It was a great show. I mean, no, no, no problems there. But uh, the three others that you run into, the three uh, of the five men that you always run into on television these days, old money, like the best examples ever, the senior partners in the arbitrage firm in trading places. They're sort of the, 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 the model, the template for the old money archetype. Or the melodrama vil- uh, villain, usually middle-aged or older, usually coded as American as aristocrats. 
Uh, it's usually an evil MacGuffin type character, even in our ads for crying out. I mean, the bad guy usually resembles the Goldstein character in the old Macintosh 1984 ad. And of course, the one big exception to all the rules, if you're a bankable A-lister, you, you can escape being any of those here. So, I mean, if you're just uh, a bankable A-list actor and physically perfect in every way, you don't get any of those. Uh, at any rate, this is how Big Left and the entertainment industry is trying to gaslight men today. Because if you're a young guy today growing up as a part of a generation that's had this force fed to you by the entertainment industry, what do you think the future holds for you? If society thinks you're a, a bumbling idiot at best? Uh, much more to come when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Let's talk about the DFL's gun control bills when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 12A, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget, Patriot half-off deals in full effect. Not half effect, full effect. Half-off deals, you can save half or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Right now, you can get half-off on Breathe Freedom from Nicotine. You can kick the habit and save a ton of money when you quit smoking, chewing, or vaping. Smart investment in your well-being. And today, you can say half off of Breathe Technology. Go to am12athepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals icon. Or call 651-405-8800. It's your half-off line. But we gave you the whole number. That would have been bad to give you half the number. AM 1280, The Patriot. The 
I've been involved in, in gun. I, by the way, I should point out for those of you who haven't heard the show before, I started out as, as, as quite the gun control advocate. I came from a very anti gun family in a very pro gun part of the country. I got converted somewhere along the way, and I've been an activist to one degree or another for yeah, 25 years at least, maybe more. And one of the things you find when you've been involved in an issue for quite some time, especially the gun issue, is a lot of us who are involved in Second Amendment activism stay in it for years and years, decade after decade, whereas most of the people on the other side, most of the people who are to one degree or another against the right to keep and bear arms, there's a lot of turnover. I mean, you run into people who are executive directors of groups who stick around for four or five years sometimes. But every time you go to the Capitol, you pretty much see a fresh group of faces. And so and and they inevitably think that they are saying the things that they are saying for the first time. Sometimes it's their attempt to be clever, like, oh, you must be compensating for something. Yeah, I never heard that one before, Sparky. And by the way, no. Uh, And also. Also, the uh, people a little more well-meaning say, well, we just have to do something. Your side, they will say, has no solutions to gun violence. Well, I mean, it's like asking for a solution to human evil. We have methods that have been proven in the past to address the problems of criminal violence. They are none of the ones that the DFL is proposing in any of their uh, gun control legislation. For example, universal background checks. Nobody... No criminal ever check, gets a background check. Uh, red flag laws, they basically take guns away from people and dump them out uh, back with their situation untouched. Or the big uh, daddy of them, let's just take all the guns away. Well, that worked so well with drugs. And there's a lot more gun owners in this society than there are drug users, especially anything harder than, uh, than cannabis. So it's not like we've never heard it before. And if someone wants to have a uh, conversation about guns that isn't a monologue where you talk and I shut up, we're more than happy to do this. It's just that it's going to be a two-sided conversation, which is something that DFL has a lot of trouble with for some reason. For some reason. This speaks back to the gaslighting conversation I had earlier. So let's go to the phones in parts unknown somewhere out there. Uh, Let's go to Johnny. Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go right ahead. You're on the air and live. Uh, How you doing, Mitch? I, how am I doing? The, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off it, and that's the truth. How are you doing today? Oh, man, having a good day. You know, enjoying a, a great Saturday. <laughs> they all are, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. What's, uh, so what's up all with right. you today, Johnny? Oh, well, uh, well, first off, I'm, thank you for having me on, and also uh, I've been enjoying listening to the show. It's been great. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're you and I had a little uh, tussle. I should uh, yeah. give you a little uh, – uh, this is not completely cold. You and I had a bit of a, I don't know, a rhubarb, a tussle, a back and forth on social media. Uh, I said, hey, come on. I, I think I believe, I believe I challenged you. Yes, there was a bit of a setup here with this segment here. Mm-hmm. I, I challenged mm-hmm. you. Say, okay, you, you wanted to change the, the status quo when it comes to gun violence. Give us some policy. You rather rightly pointed out that 280 characters is a bit absurdly short to talk about serious issues. You couldn't be uh, couldn't be more correct, and not like we have that much more space here on the radio because time is my butt. Go right ahead. I, I'll give you the same challenge I gave you last week on social media. Uh, let's talk about actual policy that can affect quote gun violence as some call it, or criminality and human evil as others put it. Uh, go, go for it. Where, where where were you heading towards when we last uh, spoke? Okay, well, I'll try to keep it as short as possible because I can talk. <laughs> pretty well uh, on this subject. Yeah, I, know, uh, I, I, can, I can relate. So, right, I'll, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, first and foremost, if, you were, if we are looking at this as this is a situation, if we don't do something, they are going to have the chance to do something we won't like. Sure. <laughs> if we sit still, we sit still, we are just giving them the, the wide open road to do whatever they want. Sure. Uh, who are they, by the right. way? Are we talking government? Are we talking criminals? Are we talking who? Who is the they? No, in this no, no, no. I'm talking the people who control this whole thing. Who would be Uncle Sam? Okay, right. So they are the ones who would change any of this, right? Sure. So instead of sitting still and being stuck in in ways, you know, kind of like you were talking about earlier on this show, you were talking about how there's what five types of men. Sure. But we can have that conversation later. I think there's only three. Fair enough. That'll be another show. Go ahead. (laughs) But 
if we change it to 25, which is what I said on there, uh, from 18, how is it logical that if you have somebody who just turns 18, they have never been tried as an adult in a court of law? If you don't get it, that's like, that's like flicking a cigarette at a gallon of gasoline laying on the ground. Right. You are right. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. And by the way, an 18-year-old can't buy a gun legally. And and if if they are 18 and come... Minnesota. Go ahead. Well, hold on. What about a shotgun? Uh, still, uh, you, you, you can have a parent buy it for you, but uh, you can't go to the store if you're 18 and buy any firearm. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Either way. And by the way, criminals... Say it's 21. Sure. Go ahead. Go for it. So it's 21. So then you're now allowing somebody who's also allowed to legally buy alcohol. Okay. Taking more fuel to the fire. And that's only three years. So if you give them time to get to 25, that's seven years for them to make a mistake. So then when you run a background check, they have felonies that is going to red flag them. Now, I so believe, why would you not change it to that? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard that rationale before, and by and there's by the way, a I mean, rental car companies do that as well. Uh, rental, you can't rent a car if you're under 25. That makes makes sense from a purely statistical reason. And by the way, I mean, civil liberties and and uh, and and statistics don't always go well together. Uh, now, as a matter of fact, if you have a juvenile record of violent crime, that can be held against you in the next system. That's uh, I, I'm almost certain that uh, if you p- go for a background check and you have a long jacket as a juvenile offender, something should pop up when you take your background check, which you have to take to buy any handgun, which is overwhelmingly uh, the, the weapon of choice for the street criminals that, that are infesting the Twin Cities today and whatever other city you're probably in as well here. So it, it's not like we're completely helpless after that point. And, and the, the fact that you're right, if someone gets to the age of 25 without a criminal record, they will probably go the rest of their lives without a criminal record. But there is, mm-hmm. the, there is a little matter that we had a court case actually uh, in this past two weeks here where restricting carry permits to people between ages and uh, 18 and 21 got thrown up because civil liberties are civil liberties and they don't have age limits on it, which is uh, an inconvenient uh, fact for your thesis here, that uh, civil liberties still apply to citizens below the age of 25 until they've been proven guilty of something. So how do you get around that? Well, honestly, this is where we have to look at society nowadays, and what you were kind of talking about also with our younger generation. People, have you talked to somebody under the age of 25 lately? Oh, yeah. No, I've got kids, and they've got <laughs> friends, and, yep, I raised teenagers, so, yeah, most definitely. Yes. Um, not say, Hey, I am a former registered Democrat, by the way, okay. which means that I also was a dumb young kid. <laughs> I wasn't working for a living, right? So. Yep. You, you and I are from the same club. Yep, I'm, I'm with you there. Yes, yes. Yeah. But still. <laughs> also, if we want to dive a little deeper and have data with everything. I'm an engineer, by the way, so I like to talk numbers and data and have factual things behind, yep. you know, subjects. And that's my, so, that's my general day job as well, so I'm totally with you there. Now, numbers on radio don't always mix, but we'll do the best we can here. So go for it. <laughs> Well, I won't go with numbers, but I'll say science tells us that the human body, by the time it is 25, your brain, not all the time, not 100%, but hey, at least 90% is better than an 18-year-old, you know? There's a bell curve. Your brain is fully developed. There's a bell curve around 25, yep. Right. So science tells us that. So if we want to use logic and look at the way our society is, Plus, you, you even said it, hey, insur- or, uh, car rental companies, wait till you're 25. Yep. That's a weapon. I mean, and don't forget, also, I love this, I love this, ban assault weapons, <laughs> keyword weapons, <laughs> anything is a weapon, right? And... Yeah, well, that's not going to so, happen. I mean, there are 30 million of them yeah, out there yeah, at the right. bare minimum. So, yeah, that's not ever going to I mean, that's not right. going to happen short of some major conflagration. So uh, I think we can throw right. it off the table. 
But uh, we right, we are right. up against we're up against a, Johnny. I hate to say this because it's been a great conversation. I don't normally take ten minutes on a single phone call, but this has been great, and I would love to continue this at some point. But uh, the rules of commerce have struck hey, us here, unfortunately. Hey, I, I get you. I get you, man. Don't worry about it. Hey, thank you for having me on. Uh, a fellow guitar player and a fellow patriot, and it's great to talk to somebody like you. Excellent. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Do it again sometime. I'd, lo- I'd love to have this uh, conversation. I, I keep looking for people to oppose me on this show, and I can't find them for crying out loud. Where are all the liberal crazies, for the love of God? There's an interesting discussion. By the way, uh, society reflects some pathologies. I think the, the answer I want is to get a better society. Which is what I'm shooting for. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. AM 12A, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. Or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 12A, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight... I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. That's 800-989-0841. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, the uh, elephant in the room enjoying a weekend off. But next weekend, let's see, Friday night, Bloomington VFW. Saturday at the Hopkins Legion. Very different clubs, but both in the south and west near suburbs. Both uh, are going to be a blast. If you can see us, either club, by all means, get out and see us. This is going to be a lot of fun. Next weekend, elephant in the room live. I'm playing this song for a reason. I'm going to let this one roll for a bit, uh, G-Money. This is Steve Van Zant, better known as Miami Steve from the E Street Band, or Little Steven of the Disciples of Soul, which is what this is, from one of my three favorite albums of all time, and one of the most glorious records. It's maybe the most perfect three minutes of pop music in, in music history, serious. I mean... 
He was also Silvio Dante on uh, The Sopranos. He was also the star of the Netflix, the first Netflix original dramedy, Lilyhammer, and uh, the Disciples of Soul at this point, all-star band with the uh, Asbury Jukes horns and uh, Gino Danelli and uh, Felix Cavallari, the young rascals on keys and drums. Just one of the most glorious records of all time. Literally... Of my three record, favorite records of all time, this is, is literally one of them. Uh, so, and, and no way around that. And there's an old saying, uh, ignore, uh, love the art, ignore the artist. And I, I've had to do that for many years. Obviously, I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan. Huge Bruce Springsteen fan, by the way, along with a lot of conservatives. I mean, everyone from Laura Ingram to Tim Pawlenty to Chris Christie. Uh, I mean, I'm in company there with a lot of Republicans who are and conservatives who are big fans of Bruce. And, of course, Steve Van Zandt, who has been Bruce's onstage foil for most of the last um, going on 50 years now with a little break between 1982 and 1998, uh, has 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 been right there. And uh, obviously, nobody's mistaken Bruce Springsteen for a conservative, not even close. Although he's moderated things a little bit as he realized, I think he was losing some market share. Steve Van Zant, who, by the way, in addition to being famous as Silvio Dante and as as the uh, as the lead in Lily Hammer, also the uh, founder of Little Steven's Underground Garage, which for my money is the best music radio show on radio today. I mean, it's just it's just a wonderful show with with underground garage band music dating back 60 years to the present day. I mean, if you're if if you have a taste for off the wall sort of just wonderful music just done for the pure joy of being music, Stevens Underground Garage is it and he clearly loves doing it. And I say this by way of saying not only do I resonate with Steve Van Zant in so many ways, just not only musically cuz I mean Men Without Women, again, that song you just heard there, Forever, one of my favorite single records of all time. Period. End of sentence. And just love that song. And the album as, as a whole is absolutely just an incandescent, brilliant piece of music with one exception. And it, it all ties back to the old saying, love the art, ignore the artist. Because I'm a rock and roller. I grew up in the golden age of punk rock. And, yeah, there were some conservative bright lights in the world of punk music. I mean, Johnny Ramone was an honest-to-God Reagan Republican. Uh, he uh, he pushed back against some of his uh, bandmates' socialist uh, trappings and, and did it very, very well. Uh, there were some others. But I mean, if you're a Republican and you say, I, I'm a rock and roller and I only want to listen to Republicans, you're pretty much limited to Johnny Ramone, uh, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith, but not the rest of the band. Ted Nugent qualifies. Kid Rock has come around in recent years. Uh, so, so it's And Frankie Perez. No one's ever heard of Frankie Perez. It's a shame because if there's everyone who should have been a star, it's Frankie Perez. He never came out as a conservative. He's a Cuban-American. So, I mean, you do the math. Stephen Van Zandt, if anything, went way uh, farther out to the left than even Springsteen did. I mean, he was a full-blown socialist back in the 80s. He, he wrote a song on one of his albums in the 1980s, not on the album uh, that I just played. No, one of his later albums that wasn't anywhere nearly as successful or as good. Uh, about Ronald Reagan, yeah, entitled, <clears throat> and I quote, vote that motherfucker out. And that's that's a fairly subtle example of Mammy Steve Van Zant's version of politics. Now, there was a bit of a kerfuffle on social media two weeks ago uh, in which... Miami Steve Van Zant, a.k.a. Silvio Dante, a.k.a. Uh, Little Stevens Underground Garage's uh, proprietor, et cetera, et cetera, said he uh, meant to say exterminate conservatives at the ballot box. See, he referred to the notion of, of con- exterminating conservatives, uh, which sort of like, uh, what's his face, William Davis, the, the DFL activist, uh, communications director a few years ago saying he wanted to guillotine Republicans. Uh, he was speaking metaphorically, not literally exterminating as in like truck, send us off to camps in uh, in Idaho somewhere. No, uh, or I don't know, maybe California somewhere, which is 
I could take that as far as it goes. But it was followed up with a, a long, and I would say spectacularly ill-advised series of tweets in which he referred to um, maggots, M-A-G-A-T-S, as, as stupid, stupid people, to which I, I said, Steve, again, I'm a longtime Uber fan. Literally over 40 years I have worshipped the album Men Without Women. And by the way, you should too if you like great music. Uh, worship with a small W. Come on, shush. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to talk about stupid people, you know, okay, I don't get along with the MAGA crowd entirely myself, but you, someone who put the song Princess of Little Italy on an otherwise perfect record should probably go easy on throwing the term stupid around. Just just saying, Steve. Now, a little less, uh, less tongue-in-cheek, I, I wanted to ask uh, Steve, uh, who, by the way, removed the original offending tweet but followed up with with a solid couple days of digging the hole deeper. Uh, I just want to say, Steve, and I've said this on social media, I've not gotten a response for some reason, uh, but I'd like to meet you halfway. I mean, ask Sarah Palin what it's like, uh, you know, having something that was meant one way passed off as something different. I mean, that's politics. It happens. And giving the number of unstable, unarmed people on the left out there, maybe Steve should moderate his tone just a tad. But Here's the question I really have here, uh, and that is, Steve, have you and Bruce – oh, and by the way, he, he advocated along the way to ban all guns, just get rid of all the guns, which prompted the question, which goes unanswered. Steve, have you and Bruce and the rest of the E Street Band foregone and forsworn the use of armed security when you're out on the road? I've seen your security guard, Steve. I met you. Backstage, not backstage, at the loading dock at the uh, Target Center in 1998. There were enough big armed security guards around there to have retaken Fallujah. It was not subtle, as I can imagine you would not want it to be. Uh, Troublemaking was not encouraged. And I have a hunch those guys were able to back up that sentiment. So when you give up the armed security guards, come back to us and talk about it. And... When you do a reissue of Men Without Women, if you want to refer to, quote, maggots is stupid, let's have a word about Princess of Little Italy, shall we? Thank you very much. By the way, always going to love Men Without Women. Thanks for tuning in. Jack Tomzak up next. God bless you all. God bless America. Midwest Fence is the type of fence company your brother, your uncle, your cousin, or your neighbor would recommend because they too went with them for their fence and figured out pretty quickly Midwest was the obvious choice. Not only were the costs kept low because Midwest Fence is the largest fence company in the state and thus buys in bulk and passes the savings on to you, but just the fact that this company has vastly more experience with fences than anyone else gives a person and a certain peace of mind. Folks, they've been at this since Truman was president. Driving down the road in Minnesota, you see the handiwork of Midwest fence all around you. And those people who went with Midwest will tell you it was hardly a difficult decision. You won't find a greater variety of design options, nor more down-to-earth people ready to work with you. Midwest fence, the ones your neighbors recommend. Learn more at MidwestFence.com. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.